I've worked at a record store for more than the last two years now. Do you know what the one negative part about working at a record store for that long is? No. You turn into a total hipster record store prick <laughs> and play things like this all the time. Like, I love this, but I realize most people are like, what am I listening to right now? And forget that it's the Telstar, Telstar by the Tornadoes, one of the most seminal instrumental tracks of the 60s. If I ever lose my mind, this is a song that will just keep playing over. But it's groovy and, and it's cool. But it as is. Soon as you tell but it's someone, a little crazy. But it, listen. If I put this on at home, I don't mind at all. But if I were to force friends to listen to this, like, say, you, Tony, Amy, they're like, what a complete record store douche that guy's become. Anyway, it's time for the Brian Oak Show. My name is Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. How are you today, Sean? I'm fine. How are you, Brian? I, that was such a dirty lie, but I appreciate your positivity. Episode 257 of the Brian Oak Show, and it is powered uh, by our good friends at Smart Start MN. In fact, we're in the Smart Start MN studios. Before I move forward and talk about the one thing I want to talk about before we get to today's featured guests, um, Smart Start MN. They have been with us since before the very first episode. 257 episodes is a lot of episodes. That is. Well, I mean, they've been with us for a long time. They are the originators. They were there at the beginning of Minnesota's ignition interlock situation, which means you drink, you drive, you go to jail, you lose your license. Even if you're found not guilty later, that license will still be taken away, and you need to get back in your car. Sean, what is the person supposed to do? Well... You try to save as much money as you possibly can. Oh, good God, it's expensive. Keep your marriage intact if you can. Mm. That's the other thing I'd recommend if that were <clears throat> have had to happen to somebody like me. Now, here's the deal, though. Smart Start MN can neither help you with, with you know projected savings nor with marriage counseling, but they can help in another regard. They can. You go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation. Of the ignition interlock system Which and is marriage already, counseling. Ex- nope, nope, no. <laughs> Ed, that's on Sean, not on me. <laughs> if you get any phone calls or emails, you I know, know that's that they deal jam. with that all the time. Like, hey man, I just got a DUI. And my yeah. wife hates me. Do you guys also know any lawyers who handle oh. <laughs> marriage stuff? Well, no, but they they do take care of a very important part of it, which is kind of slowly putting the pieces of your life back together. I think people are so they're very flippant about drinking and driving until they get popped, and then the 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 broadness, the intensity of it comes home to roost very, very really, unless you're one of those people who's so unrepentant that you hear these stories about, like, yeah, 13th DUI. I don't think they're going to be able to help you in that situation. But no. if you're someone who just wants to get back on track, Smart Start MN, again, slash Oak Show or Brian Oak Show to get a, a discount off the installation and to learn more. And they're good people, man. Mike and Ed and the whole crew over there are absolutely great. Before we get to today's guest, because we're going to be talking about an event that on paper doesn't make any sense a vegan meat raffle what where are we we're in the upside down aren't we it's stranger things season five we'll find out more about that though because two of people that i like very much on this planet are joining us to talk about it but before we do sean i have two important questions and we'll get to my song one if you had to choose right now knowing nothing else other than the two things i'm going to tell you is your favorite flavor watermelon or wild berry wild berry my second question, and this one, frankly, is more important, and there's a lot more at stake on this question. Okay. Are you ready to ride the dragon? I know that I'm going to clip that out. 
and play it back to you at some point. What the hell does that mean? So before I left Uh-oh. the place I was before, Uh-oh. somebody handed me two things that looked like old school film canisters. Remember when there was actual film you'd have to turn into the photo mart and that kind of thing? I've only seen those used to hide marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not hiding it here. In fact, it's boldly labeled on the front. Last week, apparently our legislature, in their effort to curb how much Delta 8, Delta 9, and various other cannabinoids you get your hands on, accidentally legalized actual weed, albeit in small five milligram delicious cubicles. Now, these are completely sealed. They are, they are not open yet. But I'm just saying, so when I asked you, did I scare you when I asked you if you were ready to ride the dragon? A little bit. <laughs> I might have some nightmares about that one. But... Well, I'll tell you what. I quit drinking, Sean. Yeah. And what I'm doing right here is lighting a fuse that hopefully lasts 45 minutes. Oh, my God. It's going to be one of those days. Oh, come on, man. It's, it's, not, it's not anything serious. It's just, look, if marijuana was actually the devil's weed, why would God allow it to continue to grow? I don't know how to open this, so I guess that's going to have to wait for another time. I don't. Probably good that it's childproof, but just saying. I don't. Why should it be so hard? I thought this was going to be fun. Never mind. Let's hear a song. Uh, we're going to talk to we're going to talk to our guests Tony Zaccardi and Amy Colliner coming up just ahead about a very interesting event coming up this weekend. I was really hoping for that to be more dramatic, but I don't know how to get into this thing. We'll break so the seal during the song. We'll save it for another time. Speaking of, let's go back to the '80s. Now, probably better known for their songs "Sister Christian," which even after its original gigantic success, yes. Came back in Boogie Nights, as you may remember. One yes. of the most tense scenes I've ever seen in a movie anywhere, where they're at the Coke dealer's house, and the little boy is walking around throwing firecrackers, <laughs> and they're hoping they don't realize it's fake cocaine. Ooh. And it, I mean, woof. Yeah. But the song obviously means a lot more than that. But also, you can still rock in America is like their big, hey, anthem. But my very favorite song by the band Night Ranger is the one we're about to hear. They were in town somewhere out way out in the burbs last night doing a big show. My good friend Chris Hockey opened up for them. They even came out and sang a song with him. And I always love this. I grew up on classic rock, and I am not ashamed. There is nothing we will not play on this show up to and including Night Ranger.
I don't want to hear it all day, every day. But the thought of being there last night, about five light beers into the evening, and them playing "Don't Old Tell Me Love Me" and like just standing there, just like yeah, I might. Well, technically, I don't have a sleeveless denim vest, but I bet I would rock one. <clears throat> I don't know that I need to see that. I don't know that anybody wants to, but I don't really I, think about how many people care. would be at that show. Five light beers into the evening. Yeah. You think they care what they look like? Dude, have you ever seen the movie Heavy Metal Parking Lot? I have not. Imagine the same thing. Really? No, it's I really like, haven't, like, but no, it's I'm like, going it's to. It's like 35 minutes long. It's before a Judas Priest show in oh like 1983 God, really? or 84. It's all teenagers, but I was imagining it's actually, it's brilliant. You can find it online without even thinking about it. It is such a gorgeous slice of life from like people getting ramped and amped, bro, to go in and see Judas <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy, but I'm, I'm trying to imagine the middle aged equivalent of it out there at like Country Jam or Moon Dance you gotta Jam do, or hey, whatever. Like a week ago, my uncle Tony invited me to the Eagles Club in Bloomington to see a cover '70s and '80s band. Yeah, and they were playing like Journey and Sticks, and there were people in the crowd. I just looked at my wife and I said, "How do you get your hair cut the exact same mm. way as you had it in '78? Like you you have to go to the same." Beautician hair salon and go. Beautician. Can you just you just feather it again, Gwen? Yeah, I'm just gonna keep it feathered. Keep it feathered. Uh, yeah. Also, um, I think a lot of those perm kits, those at home yes. perm kits they sold back then, those have been discontinued. But you'll have to get that done professionally. As oh, well. it's amazing how many people looked like exactly like their high school photo from seventy nine, seventy eight, dude. My cowboy hat, this is my party cowboy hat, and that's why it's got the roach clip with the feather <laughs> off the back of it, all right? Because I am exactly. ready to go. Today's guests are a couple of people whose company I enjoy very much. First and foremost, Tony Zaccardi. He is a member of several local bands, and I've known him for a very long time. These days, I think most of the creases in his forehead come from the fact that he's the proprietor of a popular local establishment known as Palmer's Bar down on the West Bank. Joining him is Amy Colliner from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, and the two of them have come together to put together a really interesting event that I have plenty of questions about and would like to know more about. And I, I mean, a couple of them might be critical, but most of them are going to be complimentary. But before we get into that, Tony, you in your role, by the way, hello. It's good to Hi. see you. Hi. Good to see you. Hi. You've been in this room before. You're, yeah. no, you're no stranger to the Brian Oak Show podcast. You just told me as we were wrapping up, rocking out to Night Ranger, your band, one of your bands, actually opened up for Night Ranger. Romantica did at the Minneapolis Aquatennial Rock you, Party. Really? Wow. <laughs> And it's like, I, I went to this practice space, lit up my giant amplifier, because I have an 810 speaker, heavier than hell, and uh, and I throw it in the back of uh, my ex-wife's truck, and I drive by the Aquatennial parking lot, and then these two women come out of nowhere and carry it all the way across the parking lot onto the stage. Wow. The local third, you know, stagehand. I had never experienced that before. Look at that. And, You'd uh, arrived. I, th- I felt like I did. I As opposed like, to hauling your own shit everywhere. <laughs> I did buy a shirt, yeah. and, uh, and I left about two songs in. Sometimes that's enough. That's all you need. I, I did the same thing with Kansas at one of those downtown oh. blog parties. Mm-hmm. I saw three songs. I loved every single one of them. And I'm like, I'm, love, I'm good on the Kansas love every front. minute of it? Uh, <laughs> that's Loverboy, baby. All right? That is Loverboy, but a really <laughs> good try. Um, so both Amy and Tony, I'm going to have to remind you both, you have to be right on top of these microphones. 
Just lips like in that. Them. Lips in them. Right. If Set. we have to tell you a second time, why is there not we'll a camera in time. here? That was extremely suggestive. Yeah. We're here to talk about an event the two of you have put together called Please Do Not Meet Me. It is a clever play on a classic replacements album. But it's it's something that on paper doesn't make sense. It defies logic. And it's it, it's a vegan meat raffle. Now, I have a new co-host on my morning radio show, and she's from Britain. So I tried to explain this to her today, and I'm like, well, you know what a meat raffle is. She'd literally never heard mm. of a meat raffle. Amy, hello to you, by the way, as well. Hi, Brian. Um, have you ever been to a proper meat raffle before? I have. Have East, you won? Eastside St. Paul. Go on. So you go in, you buy a ticket. You wait for the wheel to spin or whatever the certain yep. situation might be. And if your number comes up, you walk out with, I don't know, could be lamb chops, could be just ground chuck, could be tomahawk steaks if you're at some fancy place. When you went to that first meat raffle you were ever at, did you win any meat? I never did. No, bratwurst, nothing. I never did, but people at the table I was with won okay. a chunk of meat, and, a chunk of and something. I, I don't know where the origin of the meat raffle comes from. I mean, it sounds like a Wisconsin thing would be my guess, given the meatpacking industry and how it proliferated there. It just it feels like a very Wisconsin or at least upper Midwest kind of thing. I don't know the history of it, but let's be honest. The the legacy of the meat raffle cannot be challenged. Right. I mean, like it's it's common. It happens all the time. Absolutely. Something that maybe has never happened before, unless I'm misinformed, is the vegan meat raffle which will be taking place two short days from now. We are recording on Friday, July the 8th today, correct? That is right. All right, then Sunday, July 10th, this Sunday, from 3 to 4 p.m. <laughs> in the afternoon on the West Bank at Palmer's Bar is a vegan meat raffle. Before we get into the entire contradictory notion of a vegan meat raffle, Amy, how did this idea come to you? Because i got to be honest, even though I kind of want to poke fun at it, it's kind of pretty inspired. Oh, it didn't come to me. Yeah, was, yeah, no, it was to- it was all Tony. All Tony. All Tony. Okay, very good. Well, then <laughs> you just helped put it together. Then let me rephrase the question, Tony. How did it come into your mind that you should do something as contradictory as a vegan meat raffle? Well, I, you know, I'm a, and I'm a full on carnivore. Like I eat meat, um, but I, I got recently got pull tabs at Palmer's, and with that, now I have a charitable gambling license. Oh, and when, and because of that, then you can have bingo and meat raffles and of course i'm going to do a meat raffle because i come from northeast right and yes. every, that's every sunday at saturday or sunday <laughs> at all these little bars it's like why is jimmy's packed at two o'clock on a yep. sunday meat raffle it's cool meat. again it's not a guaranteed win but for how how little a ticket costs you get a lot of meat if you win it's a big value yeah. you know i mean you can win the first time i played was at grumpy's in 98 and i won a half of a entire ham like what am i i was 21 and living my own what, what am i i gave it to somebody at work i was scared by the whole thing <laughs> you know it was, it was actually too much ham it was too much <laughs> who's ever said that sentence too much? <laughs> wow that's too much delicious that's no, way too much ham for me i'm gonna give this away but being you know being on the west bank um knowing so ham is actually the butt like, is it? So, when, so this is something i learned over the fourth of july weekend Go was on. that the pork shoulder there's actually the butt of the shoulder, which is not the actual butt. The butt of the actual pig yeah. is the ham. So you're telling me that every time I say, I love to eat ham, I'm also saying you're out no. loud, yep. I love to eat ass. You do. Yeah. Yes. 
not going to take any of that back. out. I'll be editing that <laughs> no, out. I'm not, no, we are well. not. That is going to be what we're calling this episode. <laughs> Just own it. Eaten ass at Palmer's this Sunday. However, not actual ass because vegan it's a ass. vegan <laughs> meat raffle. Now, um, obviously not. I mean, vegan meat sounds weird to people, right? And I've always had the question of, well, if you decided not to eat meat, I'm 100% cool with that, right? But why do like not dogs or, you know, faux pork chop? Why still keep it in meat shapes? Let's come up with something new. Let, let's let's expand the notion of what it means to consume some. Why not star shaped or why not boomerang shaped? Why make it a meat adjacent meat. item? Well, I, I'm going to answer this completely out of off the cuff because I'm, I'm not a vegan. But, you know, there are people that are, are, are vegans for different reasons. Correct. And maybe they're not, you know, maybe they still love the idea of meat and they miss eating meat. But if it's health reasons, if it's political reasons, personal reasons, whatever, they've maybe they've got to do that. So this will give some people at least kind of a, a sense of, you know, just like not dogs. It's like I still like the idea of a packaged tube of meat, but yeah. I don't want the, the products... You know, and, I, I don't want animals involved. And in whether that. it's health reasons, concern for sure. animal reasons, political reasons, yeah. whatever, environmental reasons, whatever the case may be, Amy, how when Tony brought this idea to you, who did you talk to, and who did you bring to bear to be involved in this situation? Well, right away, I mean the the main people in town that are doing this sort of thing um, in terms of um, varieties of meat products, uh, vegan meat products, is herbiferous butcher. And, and so and they've gotten a ton of press over the last few years. And yeah. I mean, what they do, were they kind of the first ones to do the thing that they do? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know that okay. that part of it. Um, I think they are. I think they're rock stars. They, yeah. I mean, they I ship. I, they ship nationally. I, I, and I, I every time, not now, not like exceptionally recently, but for a long time there, you couldn't open up anything that talked about local fooderies or what's exciting in Minnesota food without reading about them and what they do. Right. They have a, a great brand, great branding. Um, it's a uh, brother and sister team that started it. Um, Kale and Aubrey Welch. Welch. Um, and, you know, one, one thing that um, I was like, okay, so herbiferous. I've always said herbiferous. Is, is that right? And they were like, yeah, uh, carnivorous, herbiferous. And so that's how I. <laughs> so carnivorous, herbiferous. <laughs> right. But not to be confused with coniferous, which, of course, is evergreen trees, it's, which it's apparently exactly. you could also hmm. press. It's not herbivorous. It's not it's herbivorous. Not, yeah, it's, no, it's, oh, it's herb- herbiferous. Carnivorous. Oh, or carnivorous. Wait. Oh gosh. No, it's carnivorous. Carnivorous. Yeah, carnivorous. Herbivorous. 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 Carnivorous. Herbivorous. Exactly. Yep. It's been fun seeing. Just as I've, I'd never been in there until we kind of went pitched him on this idea. It's been amazing just to see. It's like it feels like a deli. Feels like a classic. And that's the thing. Every picture I ever saw, I mean, they have meat slicers. They have giant cleavers. They have a huge, gorgeous-to-look-at counter filled with things that are not made from animals. And we'll get more to that that in just a moment here. We've gone too long without a song, though. And so I would like to make sure we hear a song. We will talk more about Palmer's. We will talk more about the Please Do Not Meet Me vegan meat raffle coming up in just a couple short days. But, Tony, you also are a musician When's the first time you played a live gig that actually felt like I'm doing a real live gig and I am a musician in a band? In 1994 or three, or 16 years old, played at the Mirage. 
in uh, South Minneapolis. Right on. Um, and got to play a concert with some you know, some other local bands that we didn't know, but they were, and we brought like 200 kids from Maple Grove High School, and boy, oh boy, did we feel like rock stars. Well, and that's, but that's kind of what you want, right? And the sound guy was a dick, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want that, but I mean, welcome to the club, right? Right. Exactly. So, I mean, like, I know your GNR cover band, Appetite for Zaccardi, which I, back. I, go on. Palm Fest. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. Um, you know, and I know that you've been in a number of bands, but Eleganza is, I mean, that's your baby, right? Which, yeah. What would you call your baby? Eleganza? That's my main, main functioning band. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. And so we're going to hear a little music right now. This new, this old, this tell me new, about the song well, we're about to hear. It's both, Brian. <gasps> We recorded this record in January of 2020 in Water Valley, Mississippi, with uh, Matt Patton, who's a bass player for Drive By Truckers. Mm. Um, and then, the, you know, then the entire world closed. So they took their sweet time mixing mastery because we weren't going to go do any shows, you know, for two years. Right. Um, so it just came out, and he put it out on his own personal label. He and uh, he and his partner Bronson, and so uh, Dial Back Records, which is Matt Patton's personal imprint, um, came out came out of vinyl. We've got it out. It's came out. It, uh, end of August or end of April. Okay. Well, I'm and, looking uh, right now on Bandcamp, and it says it's sold out. Well, so fuck me, I guess. <laughs> we are sellouts. <laughs> and yes, I will. Here's Eligaza on the Brian Oak Show.
I like that. I liked it a lot. So a whole new record, but of course, then COVID came along and screwed everybody, no matter what you did for a living. So you haven't had a chance to tour or really play that record we've, at all. We've been playing a little know, bit, a little bit in the last few months. And but it's one thing. It actually, it's funny. It actually held up for us. That was my fear. Like, okay, well, oh, you don't be tired of it. Maybe. Yeah, just like, Ugh. but thankfully, I didn't hear much of it. Like, yeah, but the songs still seem to be of merit and fresh, if you will. It's that well. I mean, both Sean and I really like that song. Yeah. I mean, so if other people happen to enjoy the music of Eleganza and they're like, well, "Wouldn't it be fun to go see Eleganza?" When mm. can they go see Eleganza? Your favorite city in the entire Twin Cities, Stillwater. We're playing Lumberjack Days on the sixteenth. Oh, Lumberjack wow. Days is not a joke, man. I think, no, I know. I think, yeah. I think, but I mean, you know this, but people who are from further away if you tell them there's something called lumberjack days they're gonna laugh at you like a small town like head, a meat right? raffle kind of <laughs> I, mean, I get it but thanks will it, there be chopping wood oh i'm sure will the band or log rolling will the band jackal be there to do their song lumberjack Can featuring you the chainsaw do that while you're playing guitar <gasps> oh has anyone in this room sean mm. amy tony brian anyone ever <laughs> here ever done log rolling before where you try to stand on it, balance it, kick it around back and forth. A little bit, yes. No. Really? Well, it was at it was at Lake Nokomis. Was it still a log in the yeah, water? Absolutely. Well, no, I guess it wasn't on the water. <laughs> was it an oak? Then, then, it's then, way then, then, easier on the wait, wait, shore. Then I was going to say, how do you roll a <laughs> log if it's not in the water? I guess I was trying to balance on a log. Ah. Is it log? <laughs> different question. <laughs> Completely different question, Mr. Zakari. Has anybody ever seen a you know, log? I, I don't really, I don't really care what that. Has anyone ever heard of a tree water. before? You know, make a joke I wasn't really going for that. Oh, yeah. Put another log on the fire. Wow. So then no is the answer that I'm getting. Obviously no. <laughs> What's very unusual about this for me is, you know, Sean and I are used to being in this room a couple times a week. Yeah. Tony, you've been here before. Amy, it's nice to have you here. What's odd to me is the two of you have fomented a friendship in the not too distant past this is here, like right? Two weeks. Okay, I mean I've known you since the nineties. I've known you. If not since, half my life, uh, literally, I've known you since the very earliest part of the '90s, and maybe the latest part of the '80s, Amy. I think I did the math on it. Actually, yeah, it, it is half my life. Honest to God, I'm so yeah. sorry. You and I do, won't say what age that is. I, then they'll give me I, out. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> but the point is this: I've known you both independently of one another for a very long time and so when i reached out to tony i'm like vegan meat raffle sounds weird want to come in and talk about it he's like is it cool if i bring amy colliner i'm like amy colliner amy colliner i was like <laughs> okay very good um the vegan meat raffle is going down this sunday so what are the formatics like when people come in are they buying a ticket sitting around waiting for the wheel to spin standard meat raffle stuff well so we're gonna this is uh, we're gonna do this weekly uh this week though oh, this is new this is brand new event um, this is the launch. I mean, but it's it. it's yeah. coming a regular yes, thing. This is the launch party on, on Sunday. So, okay. so our food and dining editor Stephanie March is going to be being the hostess with the mostess, which she's really well known for. She's she just incredible. has a dynamic personality, I would very say effervescent, and charismatic, very capable of yes. being a host. Uh huh. So, um, she will be there, and um, herbivorous butcher will be grilling their meats, their brats. I think which I'll Tom? be. I purchase. I'm giving out. Okay. I have to buy a new grate for my grill. All right. Well, I mean, but fair. this seems like a good reason to do Absolutely. that sort of thing. Uh, we're going to be give, yeah, giving up brats. <clears throat> so, I mean, like vegan brats, of course, yep. of course yep. um, which I just made some actual brats this past weekend. They were killer. 
I might have to come by on Sunday and try a vegan brat because what I want to do is I want to poo-poo it and I want to be superior to vegan people. But anytime I've ever had sort of a meat alternative, it's been fucking delicious. They know what they're doing, right? And speaking of poo-poo... So it will. (laughs) (laughs) You heard her, Sean. Let the woman speak. Okay. One thing about the vegan diet, which I've learned recently, Mm. is that colon cancer is drastically reduced by 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 vegan diet because you don't have chunks of meat that are thirteen years old still sitting in the weird corners and folds of your colon. This is a fun show so far. <laughs> this is a, we're like, wow. This is a fun Back show. Better All stuff. right, so we're talking about good health. And also, for people who haven't been to Palmer's since it's come under uh, the ownership of one Mr. Zaccardi, it's just the coolest hang, man. And it's it is. In a neighborhood that could use everything it can get, right, compared right. to what it used to be. There used to be so many more places, and there aren't many left. So, A, it's a very cool hang. The right kind of people go there, and I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying they're the wrong kind of people, but you know what I mean. Yes. If you want to have a chill hang, it's a good place. And if you want to have a fun event this Sunday, the Please Do Not Meet Me Vegan Meat Raffle. Now, will people need to get tickets to get in? No. So, it's, it's a free admission. Uh, we're gonna, I have a large patio, which a lot of people don't realize. Uh, it's right out back there. It's right out back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for, for a lot of people, if you didn't smoke, you wouldn't even think to go whatever. But it's a beautiful, huge patio, so mm-hmm. it's free. I mean, you still have to you have to buy your tickets, um, and it goes starts at three. There's not an end time. Probably closer to five, which leads right into Cornbread Harris. <gasps> oh, I mean, he yeah. plays weekly yep. every Sunday at five. For I free. know. Um, uh, Herbivorous is going to be there. Their kitchen manager is going to be grilling those brats. Um, and, and cornbread I'll, I'll vegan, it's perfect, right? I see like exactly the name, what you did there. The name, yeah. yeah. Plus, but, I mean, if no one, if people, if there are people out there who haven't seen Cornbread Harris yet, you have to. I don't you even know where to start. To I mean, like, he was on your show. He I was mean, on the yeah, show. I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm, but I mean, like you're like he's obviously moving on in years. Mm-hmm. But the second he hunches over that piano, it doesn't matter. It, it's no. transportational. It's unbelievable. So I was thinking about the fact that I I worked at backstage at Bravo. 20 years ago or so and he was there doing a weekly a weekly show and he, he i mean he was 70 then right i mean he's 90 something 95. 95 so yeah the man's just he keeps keeps going but he's there on the weekly every sunday and now so the vegan meat raffle is also going to be a regular kind of thing yep starting at three o'clock every sunday every yeah. sunday and I mean, i'm gonna do that outdoors as weather permits that because we have that patio of course uh, but then yeah cornbread it's going to fill inside the bar for those that are comfortable being in there well and i hate to be that guy but you know i also work in radio and so i my summer schedule gets really really busy and i try to remind people i really don't want to be glass half empty guy but summer goes so rapidly you know and we've had a decent one so far it was a cold wet start but now it is chugging along at full speed but it really is going to be over before you know it this sounds like a good way to spend Sunday afternoons in the summer, then into Sunday evening with a little vegan meat raffle and cornbread Harris. So I have your weekend set for you. So tomorrow, Saturday, go to Rosé Fest over oh. at Kellogg Park over in St. Paul. Are we talking about Rosé Wine? Rosé Wine. I got you. Um, this is another event that Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine is sponsoring um, in conjunction with Solo Vino, um, which Chuck, Chuck, you've had on. I know on, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, when I worked at The Current, he came on about once a month or once every few months. We've talked about Rosé Fest before. He actually brought Rosé in, and I, even when I was still drinking, was not a wine drinker. 
I will not drink red wine. There's occasional Chardonnay if they're fruity enough that I will drink. Rosé, though, he brought in a couple that were right in the sweet spot. He knows. He knows his rosé. He does. So he's been doing that event for about a decade or so. And where's that We're happening? partnering. Uh, Kellogg Park. Um, three o'clock to eight o'clock, and, and that would be tomorrow, tomorrow for people who are hearing this today, yep. Saturday the ninth. And there are tickets still available to that event. Okay, very good. And then Sunday, it's the vegan meat raffle. Yeah, and so just roll hairs. on in. To... Three again. Oh, look at that! So, and the great thing about these kinds of events, a even if I didn't get up early, Grandpa's moving on in years, and so I would like to be home by eight thirty or nine o'clock if that's cool. You know, I, to me that seems very civilized, very reasonable, especially if I've been gorging myself on rosé and or vegan brats. I have a few more questions about vegan meat and a few more questions about MSP Magazine, but we've gone on long enough that we have to have another song. This one right here, this band I'm familiar with, but I want you to tell me why you love it and why you picked it, Tony. Well, I just I found out because you know they're this was off offline for so long it's impossible to find this record. I lost my CD a million years ago, mm-hmm. and I just found out that it's back on Spotify, back on just streaming stuff, and uh, I went back and listened to it and forgot how amazing of a record that it is. I realized it was 20 years ago. This came out of some sort. That's not possible. I think so. I mean, I I believe you. I just, man, I'm just tired of getting older, Tony. Help me. But it's amazing what... Help me, Tony. What what Annie and Mara and Danny and Susie did. Like, listen to this record. It's it's right up there to me with any of the Minneapolis classics, this record in particular. I only saw them live once, and I stood there with my mouth hanging open the whole time because they also brought it live. Yeah, and they they toured 48 of 50 states and then promptly broke up. (laughs) Congratulations. Here's the Soviets on The Brian Oak Show. song called Ride the Dragon. 
Just kidding. It's not. It's not called. It's called Bottoms Up, Bottomed Out. The Soviets on um, the Brian Oak Show. That's what we call it. It's episode two fifty seven. Before we return to our conversation with Amy and Tony, we're going to turn our attention to one Sean Bernard. Not only an ally, a coworker, a trusted friend, and co business owner, but he also happens to be a realtor for Edina Realty, the fiftieth in France location, and. To describe the last couple years of the market as intense or unusual, I don't think would be unfair. First, you can't find a house, so you don't want to sell your house. And the rates are ridiculously low, which is why the market's that crazy. Now it's regulating a little bit, but it's also not simple and everyday, which is why one should turn to a trusted realtor who's not a piece of garbage. It's going to take you for all you're worth. I would recommend Sean Bernard. Yeah, I'm just... By the way, I'm really excited. Somebody finally uh, defaced my bus side over on 46th in Chicago. You have a bus side? It took three years for somebody to deface it because I didn't have like a bench, like yeah, like a bus bench. Where I have it, so I have it there because that's where my grandmother and my uncle Troy are. Which is fine, but where is it at? 46th in Chicago. But somebody finally. You mean like two blocks from here? Yeah. Yeah, like not far at all. I drive past that all the time. Oh, and you probably have never seen there it. There is a bus bench with, with your my name. mug but on it. But it says born and raised in Minneapolis, and somebody crossed out the in Minneapolis and put your ma. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're going to deface my bus site, I'm actually not going to call the company and I'm changing it. I'm like, yeah. just leave it on there. Because that's, that's where you were born. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I was going to exactly say, technically right. you were in born your in your ma. ma. Like they could have they right. totally done Anything. so much more with that. And I'm like... Fuck it. I'll just leave it there. Well, so. I didn't realize things were so good for you in the realty game that you could go ahead and have your own bus I kind of did it to honor my grandma and my uncle. It's the only you. one I have. I decided it'd be kind of a cool thing to have it sitting there, uh, you know. As opposed to billboards with your arms out all over the whole metro? Yeah, exactly right. Sorry about that. So if you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594, and I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local artist or band, I'm actually having a little shindig at my place for my birthday um, on the 16th. Okay. And hiring Doug Collins as part of our friend, our mutual friend, Heather Kemper's house sale. Um, hiring Doug to come over. So that's where the donation will go. And if, if people just want to stop by your house and hang out for your birthday, is that cool? If they contact me first, and I know who they are. I'm, t- I'm somebody like, whatever. It is what it is, you know? So if we're inviting willing- the neighbors. Well, yeah, but you know your neighbors. Yeah, yeah you're next. Of. Okay, yeah, same, by the way. Um, <laughs> kind of. What's that number one last time, Sean? 612-859-2594. Is that also textable? It's Theo-textable. Okay, that was actually funnier than I wanted it to be. I, wa- <laughs> I wanted to groan and roll my eyes, but that was pretty good. <sighs> Please Do Not Meet Me is the name of the vegan meat raffle that is happening this Sunday at Palmer's on the West Bank. I would like to ask both of you, and I realize that neither of you work at herbivorous butcher did i get that even close to right yes herbivorous herbivorous carnivorous though there's carnivorous oh wait and herbivorous herbivorous i don't know carnivorous (laughs) herbivorous 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 okay fine i realize that neither of you work there and neither of you are expected to represent the vegan community but when we talk about making all the, I mean, because like you mentioned, when you go in there, it looks like a proper meat counter, right? I mean, they have a wide variety of things there that are all delicious and tasty and well-recognized even far outside of Minnesota. What are they actually made out of? Is it babies? Uh, Well, no. Okay. 
Brian, I believe it's plant-based food. Plant-based I, I, food. I, I was plant joking. Based. I'm they sorry. Use, I was I joking. Wrong, though, but, no, it is. It's there's vegan. There's no joking around about vegan food. Uh, you know what's going to happen? I just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitch. Um, See ya. Anyway, there's a lot of jackfruit. Okay. And what, and, jackfruit and what is it? Jackfruit. Seton. Jackfruit and Seton. I don't know what either of those. Oh, it was Satan a, it is was a thing. It's like spell almost like Satan, right? Yeah. S a i t or s a t i e i n or something. Right. Okay. I will not speak for the vegan community, though. Okay, I, I, oh, I don't God. want I you to. No and idea. I was I was having a little fun, but I do remember one time when I read an Anthony Bourdain quote about vegans on the air, and I was just sharing the information. I don't know that I've ever gotten more hostile email in my entire life, and I am not trying to paint. The vegan community with a broad no. brush. I'm just saying one must be considerate of the way others choose to comport their lives. Well, I think that's what is great about Palmer is, yep. is the times I've been there. It's like Tony is doing a really great job of bringing all kinds of communities together who you would not think would necessarily sit together at a bar and have a great conversation. And what my experience there, I've walked away with all the crap that's happening in the world, I've yep. walked away with a big smile on my face every time I've been there and just super happy that I've had the conversations with the people at the bar that I've had. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, why not have vegans together with people who are eating meat? Why not have, you know, black people, white people, gray people, blue people, you know, all together in the same room? And mimes, I think that's, mimes and jugglers at you know, the think, same table. I think the better... Well, know, that's pushing it. Well, thing I, <laughs> after I started, I realized, because I mean, the West Bank is notorious. I mean, that's where the co-op, kind of first uh-huh. 70s, 60s, 70s co-op started. Yes. Um, a new, river, new Riverside Cafe. Yep. Right. I always had a plate of rice and beans, pay what you want for it. Right. Um, but they did a lot of vegetarian food. And across the street, Legendary Hard Times, which just reopened again, finally, for in-person. Wow. It's oh. a, a vegan... And vegetarian, so it's that neighborhood has always supported mm-hmm. and done a lot for um, for every kind of lifestyle, dietary, uh, or just living style of like whatever. Um, and so I think it's a perfect update to, to to do that. And that is happening at Palmer's Bar with the help of MSP Magazine and Stephanie March. Blows my damn mind. Well, but, well and let me <laughs> add on to the end too. Like I like to have a little fun, and I do enjoy eating meat. But I understand whether someone is. A pescatarian, a pastafarian, a full-blown vegan, whatever somebody wants to do with their own body is entirely their own bit, right? I mean, and no matter what reason you do it for, you don't owe anybody an explanation. No. So I want people to understand before they get irritated with me, which is probably it's already too late, (laughs) that I really do celebrate any way you want to live your life. Go ahead and do it. And remember... They're just jokes, pals. Yeah, okay, they're 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 just yeah, jokes. There's, safe to say, we're all in that same boat. I, yeah, I, 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 would, I, would, I would say the same thing because I really do appreciate you know whether you are someone who does it from an ecological perspective or I'll tell you what right now I would probably be a vegetarian tomorrow if they said from now on kill all kill clean arrange and cook all of your own meat, Brian. I don't know. I don't know that I could. Nope. I don't know that no I could way. sit right. there and gut an animal no. and, and yeah. prepare it. I don't think I could do it. Nope. Yeah. And Brian, you and I are a doctor's appointment away from being vegans, by the way, because there's a lot of people. God. There are a lot of people that go to the doctor, like Tony said, and the doctor says, guess what? You just can't eat meat anymore. Like mm-hmm. It's just you, with everything going on, you need to switch it up. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just saying, if you ever feel like going to the doctor. Don't see much need for none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy. What were you about to say? Sorry, Amy. 
Oh, I don't. I don't know what. Okay, I, that's fine. Yeah. I, I was I, just saying, I, no matter what people, what, what yeah. any person's approach or vector to whatever they decide to eat, it's not anybody else's business, right? I mean, I guess, I guess that that is what came to mind a little bit was, um, you know, bodily autonomy, like you know, all of it. Who, yes, no one else should be able to tell you what you mm. put inside your body. Period. The end, right? I mean, like, yep. that, like that's it, and it should be that simple. Wouldn't it be nice if we lived in that world, Amy? You can go ahead and say whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, I know. You're representing your professional organization, and we're here to talk about a fun event. So if you won't say it, I will fuck the Supreme Court. Okay, there we go. It's off my chest now, and I feel better. It is a vegan meat raffle. Please do not meet me, but it's going to be fun. There's not going to be any preachiness or weirdness. And if if Steph March is hosting this thing, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, it'll be fun. Always be a blast. All right, very good. Amy, I know that you're not here specifically for this purpose, but if people wanted to reach out to you to find out, well, I wonder what sort of promotional or advertising opportunities are available at MSP Mag, is there an email they could reach out to, yours or in general? Yeah, if anyone's looking for help with their advertising or marketing needs, I can be reachable at a colliner, A-K-O-L-I-N-E-R, at MSPMag.com. All right, very good. I just I want to make sure that we're utilizing everything we can here. And for people who want to know more about this weekend's event, please do not meet me, the Vegan Meat Raffle, or, frankly, anything else coming up like Palm Fest at, uh, you know, we're going to have to, because we don't have enough time, we're going to have to have you back, Tony, to talk about that. Because, I mean, how many days is it? Three days, 41 bands. Palmersbar.net. <laughs> uh, start start you, there. You sound exhausted already. <laughs> <laughs> Three days, 41 bands. There's a link at the top of my website at palmersbar.net. There's a link that I, is called Meat Free. Oh, I see right there. <laughs> clever. Palmer's.net. I'm looking at it right now. Palmer's.net. And then right there at the top is meat free. And the beautiful um, banner that goes along with it, a vegan meat raffle, grilling from the herbivorous, herbivorous, carnivorous, herbivorous butcher. Uh, oh, look at that. you got all the details there. And people can win real, pr- I mean. There's $75 value per raffle right i mean raffles meat raffles are cool man i mean they just you know whether we're talking about the old school ones somewhere in circle pines or this one happening on the west bank on sunday this is going to be a cool deal how soon real quick is palm fest coming up july 29 30 and 31 wow shit well i mean we can try to turn it around fast if you want to come back and do a promo on that specifically can you give me the literally 30 second elevator pitch version of palm fest uh cactus blossoms romantica uh Tucson Morris and Dosh, um, maybe some other bands. <laughs> but, Car- okay, Carnage. You, said, Exe- you Car- said there's Carnage, 41 bands. Carnage's Executionary. Christy Costello does the booking. That's fine. And, and, and a, she's amazing. We wanted female representation on, on all nights. Mm-hmm. And so the first night, it was just like a bunch of rock dudes. And uh, so we had the Whiskey Rock and Roll Club agreed, agreed to have female singers for their entire set. It was kind of fun. Wild. I mean, they yeah. just played last night. I saw those guys share a picture last night before their performance at Mort's. Those guys all are a bunch of long hairs. I'm worried they about. I'm, uh, they played at Mort's. Maybe it wasn't Mort's. It might have been somewhere else. I can't remember. Um, but they're a bunch of long hairs, and I'm worried about their future because you know what? Don't dress for the job you have. Dress for the job you want, boys. All right, that's what I'm saying right now. Anyway, that's a very cool thing. They're gonna have female. So I mean, you're going to have crunchies. Your summers are busy, man. This is this is a this is a big undertaking and uh this this particular lineup is quite adventurous and holy crap 
I mean, I'm just thinking about backline. I'm thinking about getting that many bands in and out and on and off. That's Christy Costello. Wow. She's already thought about that. And and she's not, I mean, and she is not an amateur by any stretch of the imagination. But damn, that's a a big chunk to chew off. And that's coming up in just a couple of weeks here. Good luck with the event this weekend. Amy, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Tony, thank you for coming in. Thank you, Brad. Sean, always nice to see your face. Thanks for coming in today. Oh, my God. Do you know who I saw at the most recent Oak on the Water? Nate. From Audio Quip. Oh, my gosh. And our good friend Jared Brewington. Oh, that's now, awesome. Now, they vanished right away because apparently once things start to get busy and happen and they're like, screw this place, it's dead, let's get out of here. But I do want to say hello to Nate and yeah. the entire crew at Audio Quip. They have helped us out beyond reason. Thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, without whom we are nothing. And thanks, of course, to Smart Start MN. Amy, you have the distinction of pulling the last song. Having known you as long as I have, I know that you're a music head. And I like the fact that you pulled something out that I've literally never heard of in my entire life. Can you tell me about the band and why you picked the song? Yeah. So this band is called Porridge Radio. Porridge Radio. Porridge. They're from the UK. Porridge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to say like oatmeal radio. Right, right, or, right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. All right. Yeah. So, um, so this band, right before the pandemic hit, they were primed for making it big. I mean, they were getting written up by Pitchfork and they were um, going to be like the next big indie indie thing. Um, p- the pandemic hit and, um, you know, this song, uh, The Rip, is just, if you listen to the, the lead singer Dana's uh, voice, the way she plays the guitar, it's just, I don't play any instruments or sing, but if I had to... This is what I'd like to sound like. The back of my head, the back of my hands, I threw it away before it went bad. As good as it looks, worse than it seems, drove home in a daze. You're all that I need, the top of my lungs. 